The year is 2011. It's the year of the Arab Spring, Occupy Wall Street, and Minecraft. It's the year that 779 classified documents are published by WikiLeaks and other organizations about the Guantanamo Bay, you know, situation. It's the year of new albums by Frankenstein Jukebox alumna Blink-182, Dessa, Childish Gambino, Kendrick Lamar, St. Vincent, They Might Be Giants, Mountain Goats, and OK Go released a live album. It's the year that Prince William married Catherine Middleton. It's the year that my daughter Lila was born. Can these two song crafters occupy this podcast to marry two songs from 2011 together and bring a bouncing baby song promise into the world? This is Frankenstein's Jukebox. start this in the most 2011 way possible here we go bleep blorp everyone it's me james what's going on just using some 2011 lingo to tell you that this is frankenstein's jukebox uh the episode for 20 bleep blorp and 11 i'm joined by my not embarrassed at all co-host daniel hi daniel hi james how how are you oh you know every day another bleep blorp and dollar yeah, bleep blorp, I guess. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. It happens. We are going to be talking about 2011, a year when uh, if you released an album, you were probably, you might be a Frankenstein's Jukebox alumnus. Seriously. How Do you recall how your 2011 was? I can remember uh, like bi- bits and pieces. Okay. I... Moved into a new role in the job that I was at at the time. Okay. And went through a breakup, but my twin sister made me a CD, like a mix CD, of songs that, like, in the relationship, uh, I had kind of lost a little bit of myself, particularly when it came to music stuff. Mm. She was very much into music that I am not into, and I just kind of pushed that to the side, and my my sister made me a CD that really helped to bring that back, and had some real, just real great picks on it. So the, I I remember that particularly as a, a strong, shining moment. Excellent. And I think, and let me check this real quick, but I believe 2011. Yeah, 2011 was the first year that I did my October movie marathon. Ooh, what was the first movie? Uh, the very first movie was Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, a 1920s silent German expressionist horror film that's basically the first horror movie ever made. Appropriate choice. Appropriate choice. And, spoilers, first movie uh, with a twist ending. Oh, yeah. So. What a twist. What a twist. How was your 2011? Well, it started 11, 12 days in, well, 11 days in with uh, Kristen going into early labor 
Um, well, no, Kristen having needing to go into early labor because of you know body kidney stuff. Um, so this was three weeks, I think, before we were intending to have Lila in the first week of February. Um, so we were freaked out because our tour of the hospital had been scheduled for the following week. So we didn't know anything about the place we were going to be, like amenities or things we could ask for or where stuff was or what things or anything. So that was cool. It was also, uh, so we went into the hospital on January 11th, 2011, which is one eleven eleven. So we got lots and lots of messages. Cool birthday. And we were like, no, it's not. It's it's tomorrow. It's just it's tomorrow. So that was, uh, <laughs> uh, it, there was a snowstorm that night, and uh, Wendy's changed. Wendy's uh, had changed their fries um, recently, and that was the first time I'd tried that. So that was m- my January eleventh and twelfth, and uh, the rest of the year was basically Lila uh, welcoming tour, just like going places and having people, you know, gaze upon the glory and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was doing the Contrast podcast. I was doing my Countdown podcast. It was, you know, good year. It was a good year. That sounds delightful as hell. Yes, it was. Well, let us get going on our 2011 picks. Uh, Daniel, your hint was, uh, if I recall correctly, birthday and early birthday. Uh, That is correct. So tell us about the song you picked. Yes. Uh, so uh, I went with the song Teenage Pregnancy by Cake. So Cake, birthday, teenage pregnancy, early birthday. And it is, so it came off of the album Showroom of Compassion, I believe. Yes, that is correct. Which was like the the first album to come out by cake after I had gotten into cake. Like I got mm, okay. into the band in my freshman year of high school and maybe that's not. So, okay. So they did release an album in 2004, but uh, I, I got into them in 2002 uh, mm. and or 2001, 2002 and they released an album in 2004. Uh, but like by the time I got like caught caught up on them showroom of compassion was the first like album that i was looking forward to that i knew was coming out from cake and cake uh quickly became one of my favorite bands um and this album was very good i got to go see them live they don't do a lot of east coast touring uh and they Mm. happened to stop by in raleigh and my dad and myself and a couple friends of ours got tickets uh and were able to go see them and it was a really phenomenal show but they got to they you know they played a couple tracks off this album and well they have another so this song is instrumental and they have another instrumental song on another album of theirs the song is called arco arena and it is a bop and this one as well just has some really just fun grooves to it obviously i'll get into that a little bit more in my aspects but I uh-huh. really appreciate a band that can do instrumental songs as well as, you know, full lyric uh, and whatnot. Similar, it was kind of the other side of that coin is the band Moxie Fruvis uh, that does a lot mm-hmm. of 
full band stuff, but then also a bunch of acapella stuff because they're all incredibly talented singers. So yeah, I went with Teenage Pregnancy by Cake off of Showroom of Compassion. I am so stoked to see how this mixes in with my pick. I just, I've been stoked just since, since I figured, since it took me a second. What's funny is I saw cake because I was like, birthday cake, I got that. And I scanned the, 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 the track list and it was like, no, that, there's nothing here. I don't know what it was that I was scanning for, if not something related to pregnancy. So I, I don't know. You know, sometimes yeah. you just don't know. Sometimes you just don't know. So uh, my clue, my hint, my uh, riddle was uh, at the behest of Arnold, I have become Bastion's enemy. And so uh, Arnold referred to Kevin Arnold and his family, um, who were the uh, the heroes, the uh, the leads, the people, the subjects of the uh, 1980s sitcom, uh, 1990s and 1980s sitcom, The Wonder Years, which is also the name of a band that I'm very into. And uh, Bastion's Enemy, I mean, I don't know if you could call it Bastion's Enemy, it'd be an interpretation of the book and whatever, but like... If you wanted to say Bastion from Neverending Stories Enemy, you could say that it was the nothing. So uh, they had an album in 2011 called Suburbia, I've Given You All and Now I'm Nothing. The closing track of that album is uh, a song called And Now I'm Nothing. Um, and that was my pick. This album is uh, amazing. It's one of those life-saving albums. A couple years ago, I was uh, really in a bad dark place and I listened to this album and uh it helped me it helped me by being both uh sort of a uh, yeah bad dark place got yes absolutely but also this is the story of a no um this is uh <laughs> there's some there's a there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel and frankly this I have a an image in my head of the climax of this song happening and uh the climax of the song is um, we're a city left digging out our cars in unison and humming like we've healed. I know we've got miles to go, but I'm putting my shoulder to the wheel. And that just was like... The lyrics in this song are so good. It's both, we're all in this together and we're all alone and it's really tough and we're all gonna do our best to, to, to work out of it. And it's just like, it's just what I needed. And we'll get into more in the aspects, but there's also just, it's like a, it looks like a puddle and then it turns out it's a huge bottomless pit of uh, research and references and stuff on this album and in this song. So that helped me too, because I was like, wait, is, wait, what? It's about what now? And like, there's a story and there's a, a, a guiding sort of framework. It's just really good. The whole album's really good. I, I heartily recommend it. Yeah, so my song is The Wonder Years, and now I'm nothing. And uh, we're going to see how we compromise that with Cake's Teenage Pregnancy. And I could not, literally could not be more excited. <laughs> well, nope, I, just, I could. It turns out I could because I just got more excited. So, Hell yeah. Um, Daniel, what, pray tell... Wait, real quick, before we get to your aspects, do you think that uh, John McRae wanted to see his buddy Ben Fold, and that's why they went to Raleigh? I would love for that to be the case. Okay, so that is the case. That's uh, John McRae can come on this show and tell us it's not the case, and until then... We know it's the case. Real life headcanon. Yep. Exactly. Ugh. 
All right, what are your as- what are the aspects that you've picked from Cake's teenage pregnancy? Yes, so I was I was very close to having an aspect be it being instrumental, but that's a very <laughs> yeah. difficult thing to do when you may have aspects about lyrics, and that would make things very. I feel like that would be an unsolvable issue. We'd have to figure out where to give on that one. Yeah. We'd have to figure out how to maybe redefine the um, aspect. And I think we could do for that. Someone. But we don't have to. Because I did not go with that as an aspect. But there will be instrumental songs in the future, and I might actually just go for it. We'll see. Let's do it. Uh, Bring it on. So my first aspect is... Just right off, right off the top, just like in the song, it's about the intro. Uh, the intro is just a, a couple of grand pianos, or maybe a grand piano, probably a grand piano synth voice, let's be honest, but uh, <laughs> it's just like a kind of two tracks playing with each other, and it's gorgeous. So I've got a doubled grand piano intro as one of my aspects. Okay. All right. My next aspect, something that I absolutely love and that Cake does quite a bit, is shouts in the background. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Listen, here's the deal. Yes. Here's the deal, Daniel. Had one of your aspects for this Cake song not been shouts in the background, I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, how we could have proceeded (laughs) forward, so... Well, I'm glad we're gonna put cake background vokes, and we will all know what that means. Perfect. The, all the people that are gonna read this are gonna know what that's gonna mean. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's just such a fun, like, just a fun addition to the to songs, and especially in this instrumental one, it just feels like it brings that extra fun to it. For sure, it takes the cake. It takes the cake. My last aspect is a hard guitar chorus. The the core what I define as the chorus in this is just bum ba da 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 dum ba da 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 dum ba da 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 ba da da bum and it's like real great guitar like the the drive on the guitar is really good and uh, it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm so excited! I'm so excited! This is gonna be so good! Oh man! <sighs> Excellent. Hey uh, hey James. Oh yeah hey Daniel. What are your aspects? Well, here are my aspects, and here we go. All right, let's get let's get the instrumental one out of the way. Uh, I have this is my aspect: climax of the song into long beat of silence into cymbal crash. All right, all right, all right. So my first aspect from the lyrics is we get updates on things that have happened in the song. Uh, there's one story in the song, but. We sort of get sort of how everyone's doing and where everyone's living and how everyone's feeling about things uh, from where they were at the beginning of the album. So my aspect is uh, references other songs on the album in kind of an update sort of way. So I would like to reference other Frankenstein jukebox song premises and update the stories of them um, in this song. Okay. All right. It's very... Mm, 
That's very interesting. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and finally, so this this whole album, um, all my beat poet heads out there will recognize the um, structure of this. Uh, title of this album is reference is sort of like Allen Ginsberg's poem America, uh, which is America I've given you all and now I'm nothing. So this is Suburbia I've given you all and now I'm nothing, and this album is chock a block full of references to that poem. There are song titles, there are uh, lyrics, there are all sorts of things going on here that reference. There's references in this song literally to Allen Ginsberg himself. So. Um, uh, my aspect, I pulled back from being specific to the poet, and so I have many references to a single poem from 1956, which is when America was written. Okay. In review, we have, uh, the intro has a doubled grand piano. Uh, we have cake background vocals. Trademark, you know what they are. Oh, if you haven't listened to cake before, you should. It, they're very, very good. Go check out, um, a bunch of albums, uh, I found out, I thought Fashion Nugget was my favorite Cake album, but I think I listened to Prolonging the Magic, like, last weekend, and yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Prolonging the Magic is is the one, uh, for sure. It was yeah. the first album of theirs that I was introduced to, and it was just, ah. Oh. And, like, I love everything yeah. else of theirs, but that one's just so, it's just so good. Yeah, I, I completely agree. We have hard guitar chorus, and the climax goes into silence and comes back in with a cymbal crash. In terms of lyrics, we have updates on song premises uh, that we've done over the course of this year, and many references to one poem from 1956. All right. So I think that... I I just want to make it clear, I'm not going to try and squeeze in, you know, ten updates... I'm going to see how we go with with the lyrics and what happens and where we where we end up and see I'm going to try and hit like three or four updates in terms of uh, other song premises we we've done. That's that's sort of I've been trying to think about like I don't want it to be like a novelty song where it's like the se- you know, welcome to the sequel where we just update everything. Um I want it to feel natural um and so that's that's something that I'd like to uh, be very clear on uh, from the outset. Okay. I am super in favor of that. So, where do we begin on this? <sighs> I don't know. What beat are the drums playing? Because we don't have any drum aspects, and that might be a good way to see where we want to be. And we don't need to name the beat, but like, what, what are we feeling from the drums, do you think? I mean, I think it's... A step or two above four to the floor. Okay. I feel like it's going to be very active drums. Along the lines of, I would say, I, I would want like a, a an active drum line similar to something from Alkaline Trio or Dismemberment Plan. Like, ideally, I would love to have something like the Dismemberment Plan, like very active and varied drum line. Mm. Uh, that sure shakes it up and and is very it plays with meter in a way that obviously it doesn't change up the rhythm but makes you yeah. think about the rhythm for a little bit. Sure, for sure, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I think that sounds really good, and I think that'll pair well with the with the the hard guitar chorus 
and the the silence at the at the you know the top of the song. Yes, because like a like a train, um, that kept a rolling and then suddenly jumped the tracks for just a second, just a second, um, like in a cartoon. Right, <laughs> and like uh, I I feel like yeah we can do that symbol crash and then jump back into like super active you know hard drumming and i feel like this is going to be a uh i mean partially just because maybe because wonder years is involved but like pop punk almost um sure maybe like a little harder on the pop punk side but sure i mean i'm just i'm just spitballing here that sounds right to me i mean you already you know with the alkaline trio sort of thought in mind that's sort of where i put uh alkaline trio which is like start pop punk and now take out the hair gel and put in put on the you know white face paint and stuff um which is only because i have a halloween concert of theirs it's not like that's a thing they're not the misfits it's just that in the halloween concert they put on white face paint nice. like the misfits so that that sounds that sounds right to me so how does the the doubled grand piano lead into that? Do you think? What do you, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think like if we have like you can make it that extra bit of dramatic, almost bringing like an an emo level of dramatic musicking to it, of like mm-hmm. having a bit with the the grand piano or like one of them's just playing kind of a very you know the either the root notes or just low end chords as the you know the higher piano is playing the riff that then will be repeated throughout the song on on heavier guitars and like maybe it starts at a slower tempo and then the drums come in kick it up and it switches over to guitar instead of the piano yes and really yes. really pops that transition yes yes that sounds really good oh man this is gonna be fun yeah this is gonna be a good one and see that adds an extra challenge for me because that means i've got to write a riff based song and <laughs> devotees of the show will recognize that that is not a thing i do <laughs> So, uh, yeah, well, you know, we're all growing. We're all learning. Exactly. This is a, we don't have to become famous this year. Next year would be fine. Well, I'm looking forward. I always, here's the deal. I, I never know what I'm going to hear, uh, when you send me files and stuff and, and things. So I'm like, I'm, I'm excited no matter what. So, um, I'm just really excited to see what your what your brain comes up with because it's a pretty good one. I am also very excited. I'm also super excited for my music writer's block to go the hell away. Yeah, for sure. To acknowledge it, uh, I know we haven't released a song premise in a while. We are still trying to find a good vocalist for our 2014 song premise, and uh, I cannot write the music for 2013 to save my life. And I need to just skip that for now, record everything for 2012, get that out there, and then go, circle back to 2013, I think is the plan. But okay. I'm going to try and have all of that stuff done by the end of the year so that we can release our season one album on vinyl it, uh, 
at all of your school yeah, kids' sure. records. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so working on that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it. I mean, I think that the thing to remember is that it takes time to create, and you putting a a constraint on that doesn't help and so you know you're doing you're doing the best you can you're creating where you can when you can and i think that that is magnificent so thank you it's gonna be good the updates to these um these songs i don't want to be like you know checking in with whatever i want it to be sort of like almost like a like a hold steady or i mean another other wonder year songs where it's like almost like my friends are doing this and my other friends feeling this and this is what's going on with that and this is where I am etc like like almost like a providing context with with status updates before delving more into what's going on with the person in this song I think is what is what I'm thinking the poem is going to be also a factor and I don't know what that one's going to be and it, it may be that I end up picking a an Allen Ginsberg poem because he released Howl and other poems in 1956. So like it may be that I actually do end up with there's a song with the with the title Supermarket in it um, that is, is escaping me at the moment. But is the supermarket in California? Yeah, nice. Um, that has always had some some uh, some cool imagery and cool stuff going on in it. But I'm gonna just take a look and see sort of I don't know if there's a Wikipedia page for 1956 and poetry, but there is. I'm on it right now. <laughs> Oh, nice, 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 nice. There's 1956 in poetry, which talks about things that happened in the poetry community, as well as works that were published. And then if you actually, there's a uh, 1956 poems that lists one, two, three, four, five poems. Okay. But it does look like works published in English on the 1956 in poetry Wikipedia page has a lot more options. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, there's some interesting things in there. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, we got we got Gertrude Stein is in here. I also see Gwendolyn Brooks who who rules. I would love to do someone that is not a white guy. Fair. That'd be kinda cool. I'm always on board with that. For sure. I mean, you know, Alan Allen Ginsberg was uh L- was LGBTQ and uh Jewish, so it's not we're not talking james anderson levels of of waspy but yeah okay well i will look into that and see if i can find some candidates see that jump out to me i think the key is going to be a long poem but not too long and sort of provocative imagery yeah i'm not really sure what else well i'll know it when i see it like uh congress said about poems as i believe i read um yes they'll know it when they poems Poems, uh, poem magazines. I don't know why they got so uptight about that. In, yeah, uh, <laughs> Just such a making such a big deal about poemography. <laughs> poemography, yeah, exactly. That <laughs> noted science. <laughs> Writing poems. It's etymologically sound. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right. So that's going to bring us to our hints. Daniel, do you have a hint for your 2010 song? I do, I do, and it is, let me make sure I'm getting this correct. Okay, my hint, the beginning and the end of Scrubs. The beginning and the end of Scrubs? Yep. Okay, I think I, okay. Okay, um, 
we may have had a yeah okay yep. cool all right well I'll, I'll look into that one but uh I'm sure you need to <laughs> All right, uh, Daniel, are you ready for my most, um, what I like to think is my most Spencer-esque uh, clue sentence of, uh, of the season? I very much am. All right, here we go. Anna's sister lost a leg in 1938 while Maggie wandered around the BBC. Halfway through, the Spanish disappeared. Anna's sister lost a leg in 1938... While Maggie wandered around the BBC. Halfway through, the Spanish disappeared. Yes, that is it. That is it. Um, this is something that I had to look up what the hell I was talking about when I was looking at it last month. So, But I will say that this is, I think, Wikipedia-gettable. I think. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I think you'll be able to... to sort of find the like solve it i think you'll be able to i think you'll be able to find that there are a number of avenues to do that i guess is what i'm saying fantastic um and so that is going to bring us to the end of 2011 indeed that means that next month's episode is going to be the end of the decade that is correct or the the begin or the beginning of the decade like the you know you know how yeah 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 um you could go this way or this the beginning and the Um, end of decade Exactly, exactly. Um, see you last beginning, end of decade. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, we are part of the Scavengers Network, um, which is an awesome podcast network. You can find them on Twitter at ScavengersNet. You can find our show on Twitter at Frank's Jukebox. You can find me on Twitter at Unabashed James. Daniel, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dantendo64. Another good show that you should check out at this time of year, every year, for the last three years, is Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast, where both Daniel and I are participating uh, in the creation of this podcast, which uh, lasts from the last week in October through the first week in December. Uh, we talk to people um, in, on the show that you've, you've you know Morgan and Aaron and me and Ryan and all the all the the folks that you've come to know. Um, if you've listened to the first two seasons, if you haven't, you can. That'd be cool. And we're going to be talking about our progress or lack thereof through NaNoWriMo, and that is National Novel Writing Month. And uh, if you're participating, sometimes we've found that it can be kind of uh, kind of like a sympathy sort of deal like you you see that we're struggling so maybe makes you're struggling a little less and vice versa it's also just a fun uh, fun talk into sort of creation and writing and um stuff like that so also on an even less uh, deep level it's just friends talking and sort of t- filling in each other on their projects and stuff so uh that is wet hot american moon juice a nanorimo podcast uh good seo now that it has that second part to it that's right um because it's very searchable i feel like but now you know what it is too so uh (laughs) that's gonna do it for uh this episode of frankenstein's jukebox i am so excited to see what we come up with for this one we have all these other um things in the in the old uh tumblr getting polished and 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 we're gonna uh cast a spell to get rid of daniel's uh music writing block it's gonna be great great um and all that's gonna happen but until well 
Anyways, I'm not sure about prepositions or, or, or time and place. We'll see you last year. Stupid last minute fluster. <laughs> The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Are you a fan of Boy Meets World? Do you enjoy rewatch podcasts? Well, then you should check out The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast hosted by me, Tay. And me, Sid. It's my favorite show of all time. And I've never seen it. Each week, we're recapping a new episode of Boy Meets World, sharing bits of nostalgia and learning a wholesome lesson. Join us on our rewatch journey, won't you? School's in session every Tuesday, wherever you find your podcasts. What else do you need to know?